When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Theodora Speaks, a podcast series celebrating risk-taking women who have successfully failed forward on their journey to reinvent their professional lives and follow their dreams. Thank you for listening to my podcast. You have a lot of podcasts to choose from, and I am elated and grateful you're listening. If you're enjoying the episodes, I would appreciate your continued support by giving Theodora Speaks a review on Apple Podcasts. Visit gailkeller.org for more information on how I empower corporations and universities with respect to gender inclusion, and women in tech with respect to taking risks in their professional lives to reinvent themselves via a personal transformation to live more fulfilled and balanced lives. The theme of this conversation today is defining success. I have a nice conversation with Claudia Harvey, a kindred spirit from Toronto. Claudia is a keynote speaker and influencer a global entrepreneur and investor, a best-selling author, philanthropist, and a proud mom of three. We each have our own definition of success. My definition of success looks very differently than it did 10 to 12 years ago. Back then, I equated success to making a salary of X dollars and having Y dollars in the bank. Fast forward to today, where I define success with less emphasis on money and more value on leaving a stamp on this earth that my legacy is proud of. My advice to you listening today, always successfully fail forward. In my opinion, if you're not failing, you're not trying. So be brave. Try something new that may or may not work out, but it could also lead you down a positive path you never saw coming. Listen for when Claudia says how she redefined her definition of success in both her personal and professional lives. It is very, very brilliant and moving. Today, we will cover topics from how defining success lends itself to a less easy path to your five strategies to lead an unstoppable life. But first, Claudia, picture yourself driving to meet your girlfriends for brunch on Ontario's Kings Highway 417. You look up and see the following billboard about yourself. Claudia is an inspiration to all women who want to start or grow a business. And this billboard was created by your dear friend who you've collaborated with over the years, Kim Speed, founder of Purple Moon Creative and Brand and Marketing Boutique. When I asked Kim why those words describe the very essence of you, Claudia, she said in her own words, Claudia not only sets huge goals, but she achieves them. I have seen her for myself over the years, and what Claudia says she's going to do, she does. And if she doesn't know how, it doesn't matter, because she knows she'll figure it out. So Claudia, I love how Kim points out your nature is to never give up. If there's a will, there's a way. 
So welcome. And where does that determination stem from? Um, wow, that's just, those are amazing words from Kim. Thank you so much. <laughs> I hope Great. you're surprised. Yeah, it's lovely. Uh, I have to say, I do admit I jump in with two feet. If I have an idea and I've researched the idea and I think it's a good idea, it's like no holes barred and I just go for it. I love it. That will to never give up. You're a hard worker, entrepreneur. And so I'd love to know how Kim described you. Where does your determination stem from? Uh, You know what? I think part of it probably is personal makeup, right? It's just just who you are, who you're born with. And, but part of it, I think is also, um, your environment that you grew up in. So I'm going to say, share something personal. I was adopted, adopted from when I was a baby and I grew up with wonderful, wonderful parents that were entrepreneurs themselves. So not knowing any background, any biological background, I completely absorbed the environment that I was in. And I've always known that I was adopted. And these these two wonderful parents who've now passed away instilled in me right from the um, dining room table every day what they were facing in their own entrepreneurial business lives. So I absorbed from when I was a child onward, you know, um, account payable problem, vendor problems, client issues, client celebrations, things that were great. I just, I think I absorbed all that without really understanding that I was absorbing that. And I think my parents, who they were, because they were German immigrants that had come over after World War II, had me when they were in their 40s, because they couldn't have kids, hence adopted children. Mm. I think they were the get up and go kind of people as well, that I think sort of, guess instilled those qualities in me, and I just took off from there. So Claudia, you have a motto. And your motto that I read is, I live each day with three words in mind, strength, balance, and harmony. So share with us where that motto, how that motto came to be. That definitely came to be throughout my life. I had an aha moment when I was in Chicago in the pinnacle of my corporate career that And I looked to the outer world that I was successful. I had the money, I had the trappings, I had the clothes, I had the car, I had the house, I had the family, I had the kids. You know, you you lived a balanced life on the outside, but on the inside, I was just like a gerbil on a a treadmill going really, really fast. And I think I had that aha moment that success is not money. I thought at that point, up until that point in my career, the definition of success was money. And sitting in that Chicago airport in the dead of winter, exhausted, being pulled Mm. in many directions, I think I realized that that is not my definition of success. My definition of success was living in strength, balance, and harmony. If I'm not harmonious, I don't live in balance. If I don't have balance, I can't be harmonious. Strength comes from being balanced and harmonious. And that includes myself plus those around me. So if my kids are not, in harmony, if they're not balanced, if their life isn't balanced, I'm not balanced. Mm -hmm. Because above all, I am definitely a business owner and a multi business owner, but I'm a mom. And I've done everything in my adult career, because I'm a mom. Mm -hmm. So I've adapted my life because of that. And knock wood, my kids are successful to the point that, um, you know, they've they've semi launched their late teens, early 20s, and knock wood, they're, they're doing all right, they're doing pretty good. So Claudia, is that very story that you wrote about in your ebook about sitting at O'Hare Airport and this epiphany you had, and it's amazing because I think you said 20 years into your career, like you, 20 years into my career, I had this aha moment. And when I became a mom and I was pregnant with my second and I said, I thought success equaled money as well. 
And so had all those great accolades, but something was missing in my heart and pulling at my heartstrings. And it was, how can I find more balance, still work, but be a really good mom and raise good children? Right. And I think there's a lot to be said about that and you following your calling. And I think so many women and, and men today have that push and pull in their lives as well. Mm-hmm. How do we adapt our life so we can make sure that we are personally successful and live our best lives that we can. Mm-hmm. And instill that into our legacy. Yes. Yes. And instill that into our kids and instill that to our clients, the people that we work with, mm-hmm. surround ourselves with the people that have those same types of values. Um, part of adapting your life to what your definition of success is, I think is surrounding yourself with the people that are also like-minded that have positive views and then keep kick to the curb, the people that are negative in your life. Right. And stick to the spirit of authenticity. So Claudia, I'd love to drill down to defining success. Take us back to when you were 10 years old and your father took you to Bay street to show you what success looked like and how success is achieved. I love to do that. I love sharing this, this story. Uh, so I grew up and I am in Canada. Toronto is where I live. Bay Street is the equivalent of Wall Street in the United States. It's the financial hub of Canada, basically. And my dad, again, being an entrepreneur and a business owner himself, he wanted to instill in me strong values of money, of mm-hmm. success. I lived in a small city outside of Toronto, about 60 miles away. And he took me for my very first time to Toronto, to the big city, to Toronto when I was 10 years old. And we went to see the National Ballet, stayed at a hotel. He brought me onto Bay Street and and there was a hustle and bustle and and all the the cars and the people and the briefcases and the suits and everything. And I I was like, in awe, like, you know, a 10 year old child, it's like, ooh, this is so much fun. And my dad, dad's, my dad's energy was also high. Mm -hmm. So he, he said this, Claudia is where people make money. And then there's a street just perpendicular to Bay Street. It's called Bloor Street, where all the high-end stores are. You know, you got the Holt Renfrews, which is like a, a Saks and mm-hmm. Neiman Marcus and, and whatnot. So they have all the high-end boutiques, mm-hmm. very, very expensive clothes. And she said, Claudia, Bay Street is where you make money and Bloor Street is where you spend it. Mm-hmm. And so he instilled <laughs> me from the really, really early days what money couldn't do for people. And I wanted to be on Bay Street right from that moment on. I think I graduated university and within a week had a job on Bay Street. I was wow. a secretary on Bay Street. I wanted to be in that environment surrounding and watching the people that I wanted to be, which are the people that were on the, on the outside, the salespeople. And within two years, I became that. And within 10 years, I was vice president of sales at a large financial institution on Bay Street. Um, so it was, it was a gradual movement towards what I wanted, but right from the beginning of when I was 10 years old. Yeah, that ambition really stuck with you yeah. and the goals. I also have a similar story. You take your daughter to work day when I was probably 10 or 12 years old. And my dad really took that on steroids. And it was spring <laughs> yeah, break. I think our dads knew each other. Yeah, I think so. And he took me down to work with him on the train. And we had morning meetings, lunch meetings, afternoon meetings with female executives in the insurance industry. That's the industry he served. And he was like, 
You can be anything you want. You don't have to be super wealthy, but you know how to save it and spend it. And you can be yeah. whatever you want. And that's stuck, that still sticks with me today. Talking about success, you know, my de definition of success was instilled on, upon me with my, my parents. Mm -hmm. We're absolutely influenced by the people that are, you know, that brought us up, that, that we grew up with. But that doesn't mean that you have to stay in, right. that, in that space, in that place. Right. And how do we help the next generation behind us, Claudia, realize you don't have to wait till your 40s, 50s and 60s to reinvent yourself, right? And you're always reinventing right. yourselves, but totally. start sooner and listen to your heart and what really calls you. Right. I, yeah, I still, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, yeah, there's still that stigma. And I, I think especially after this post-COVID world, we, we reimagine re business, but we also reimagine what our careers are going to look like for ourselves. Right. And where we're going to live and how we're going to do that. Like so many people have relocated away from city center because mm -hmm. they don't have to be in city center. Now they can, they have totally been able to reimagine what their workspace and their life space is, is going to be in the future. And I think that's great. There's going to be probably a reshuffling of that within the five year period. Mm -hmm. I imagine, you know, people have probably embraced um, the virtual reality of work, but I think that's going to shift away back to a, a hybrid model. Mm-hmm. I would agree. And I think that one to five years is, is spot on. Fast forward to present day, Claudia. Passion, drive, and your entrepreneurial spirit is in your blood. So tell us about your role at BG Wealth Group and how you empower women in finance. So BG Wealth Group was created approximately three years ago. And it stemmed from my partnership with my business partner, Craig Dunkerley. And I will go backwards. So mm. Craig came into my life in 2014 when I was a speaker and he was a speaker at an event. And I heard about this guy that could save money in taxes and, you know, was great for business owners to learn about, but I come from the financial world. So I had this arrogant view that I knew everything. Mm. And I walked into his room to listen to what he had to say and quickly realized that he had a lot to say that I didn't even know about. So because I surround myself with positive people, after the event, I made a point of connecting with them and asking them further about his philosophies and how I could learn from him to save money in taxes, reinvest my money and grow my business, which was Dig It Apparel at the time, which was my only business. Mm -hmm. Fast forward to two years later. So now we're talking 2016. Craig had the opportunity of buying into Dig It Apparel and Dig It had bought out Kevin O'Leary at that point. So Kevin was a business partner of mine at the time, mm -hmm. great partner, but he had shifted his focus into the United States and being a Canadian company, I needed focus in Canada. Craig and I both live in Canada. So Craig had the opportunity of buying into Dig It. So I became a small, he became a small business partner of myself in Dig It. Fast forward to 2018, we worked tremendously well together and learned tons and tons from 2014 to 2018 and he then asked me to help him rebrand his company which then became bg wealth oh. bg wealth group now has four companies and growing and we're basically rinse and repeating um growing money for other people as well as helping them connect to their money to their business planning and growing their wealth and their success in their definition of success it's been quite an interesting five years and I never really thought starting Digit Apparel, I thought Digit Apparel would be the business that I would grow and stay in. I'm CEO of Digit Apparel, but the rinse and repeat model 
the way to grow businesses is by having an amazing team within your business mm-hmm. and different teams within those teams. So we have done that with Dig It Apparel and that has grown in leaps and bounds. And, you know, interest from the UK, Ireland, Russia for our products. So wonderful. That is expanding tremendously. We've done the same model for BG Wealth to expand our BG Wealth group of company portfolio. And that's where we can have numerous companies and growing. Mm -hmm. That's great. And going back to the, you know, attracting females, how do you attract them, retain them and grow them at Dig It or BG Wealth? Well, I think many women connect to their money. Many women, and I included, I can say this as well, and I do not mean to be sexist. I just need to say this as a description. Many women allow their male counterparts to dictate or be the gatekeeper to money. Mm -hmm. I did the same thing prior to 2014 when I walked into Craig's room thinking I knew about money. I'm married, thinking I knew about money, and my husband was the gatekeeper to my money. My personal money, not my business money, but my personal money. We had wonderful assets. We had money. We had we had cars and, and a house and, you know, we had that. Mm-hmm. But connecting to your money is so, so important. A lot of women want to connect to their money, but they don't take the next step to activate that connection. Correct. And I am a, I am living and breathing that. I, I did. I know not anymore. So I want to help women understand that they can control their money. They can connect to their money and then take that control and helping women to be able to do this activates further doors of opportunity that they can then walk through because connecting to money, which is one of the the, the pillars of your, your world, you know, Mm -hmm. financial understanding, surrounding yourself with great people. So emotional understanding, and then the business strategy of where you want to be with your career, your business. Those are three pillars that we live by connecting to your money allows doors of opportunity to open up. And I really encourage women to connect to their money and then take control of their money. Um, It took me literally two years for my husband to come into Craig's world to activate the money. But I'm tenacious, as we can Mm -hmm. understand. And Mm -hmm. I kept Adam to say, you have to meet with Craig, you have to meet with Craig. I had my own money as well. I don't know if a lot of women do, but I had my own money. I had my family money and my husband had his money. I put my money immediately into Craig's world and activated investments in a different way than the traditional model. Um, then I brought my family money to meet with Craig. And then I, and then obviously in the next, in the next five years, I've also encouraged other women to activate and connect to their money in the same way that I did. Mm-hmm. I love everything you're saying, Claudia. Money doesn't buy you happiness, but it buys you flexibility. Absolutely. And it's and choices. Yes. Yes. And women need to be empowered with investments. And there's a book, Activate Your Money by Janine Fearpro. And she is talking about how women need to be investing and not just keeping, you know, money in a savings account. Have your own money to your to your point. And having two girls, it's so important to me because it's so important to see how you make it, how you spend it, how you save it. Right. And by twenty thirty, I'm sure you know this stat that two thirds of the US nation's wealth will be controlled by women. And on one hand- I didn't know that, yay. You said something earlier about dig it. And I really wanna, I am a proud owner of your gloves. Yay. So this fun fact about you is that you were on the Canadian version of Shark Tank called Dragon's Den. Yes. 
And so share with us about that independent venture with Dig It Apparel and how it came about. Because, uh, yeah, take it from there. So uh, being Canadian, we don't have Shark Tank. We have Dragon's Den. Dragon's Den actually came from the UK into Canada about, I'd say, probably about 14 years ago. In season four, my business partner at the time suggested that we go on Dragon's Den. And Dragon's Den was the number one rated show in Canada. It was 2009. We had launched very late 2008 with this, with the concept of Dig It. We were only in six weeks in revenue, in selling when we went on stage in front of the dragons. And initially I was extremely hesitant to go on Dragon's Den because like Shark Tank, you go in front of these billionaires, mm. you get ripped apart with your business plan and you look, could look like a fool. I didn't want to do that because I had an established, um, you know, I had an established brand. I was already, I had a career. I, I didn't want to be ripped apart on national TV, but, but we had a great business plan, financial plan and marketing plan. And I have a gamut of presentation experience from my sales career. So we did go on Dragon's Den. We went with our business plan. Kevin O'Leary became our business partner in late 2009. He stayed with us in two, to, until 2015 when we amicably parted ways. Again, he moved down into the U.S. into Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. We were at Canadian Company and needed a, needed more visibility on Dragon's Den as a success story. We had a wonderful success story with Kevin O'Leary because he put us in his book, The Cold Hard Truth, as mm. the greatest pitch on Dragon's Den. Uh, we were one wow. of very few women that had partnered with Kevin O'Leary at the end. I still believe, I don't know, but I still believe that we're one of few women. And um, we are one of few companies that are still standing after being on Dragon's Den. It, just because you come off of Dragon's Den or Shark Tank does not mean that that is success. Mm -hmm. That is absolutely, that is just one step in marketing and one step to the next step. When we came off Dragon's Den, we had 90,000 hits on our website and that was pre-social media. So we had 90,000 hits just from that wow. visibility of the six minutes or eight minutes on air on Dragon's Den in Canada. Amazing. And I just, I think what could we possibly have done now if it was 10 years later on social media, how we could have activated that whole marketing modality, mm -hmm. but at the time it didn't exist. So that's fine. And it was great because it shifted us banging on doors, knocking on doors to retailers coming to us, wanting our products in their store. So within six months, we had our first product in a big box store in Canada. We had launched the next year into Home Depot, the next year into Lowe's, and then it, it grew from there with new products and other things. Um, so it was a step-by-step -step approach mm -hmm. to growing the business. And in about 2017, I worked in a big way to get into the United States. Late 2020, the pitcher, me, has become the investor and we bought a company under Digit in late 2020, uh, still in COVID times. So we took the opportunity of COVID and the restrictions to buy a great product with a great group of, of guys that are smart as whips. And I brought them into my company and grooming them for senior executive positions in my company. So it's, it's great. It's a powerful story, Claudia. And I think the way you're doing your brand extension with the Sun Care line to complement your gloves is great. So tell our audience, because I, I could, uh, well, I, I could tell the audience what the gloves are because they're amazing. Tell us so, what, it, what it is. Yeah, yeah so Dig It Apparel started with 
it's going to sound really poopoo shishi, but I will say this. We started with <laughs> manicure protective gardening gloves for ladies. Okay. It sounds poopoo shishi like what? But the garden industry was growing 17% a year. The spa industry was growing 17% a year. The same woman was in both categories. Mm-hmm. So that, that niche, we created a product to meet that niche. And our gloves have an industrial design patent pillow top protector in each fingertip to protect nails against breakage, damage, debris. Plus those gloves are organically, we have a breading material in it. We have recycled material in terms of packaging. So it decreases the environmental footprint. So you can put it into a washing machine, lay flat to dry, use it again and again and again. So it's quality products for women that want to take care of themselves and their families. Now, we extended it to families as we increased our products over the course of years. So we, we fast forward to you know, December 2020 when we purchased a company called SunCare, which has a product called Spot My UV. And Spot My UV is for women that care about themselves and their families. It tells a wearer, when you wear the dot, it's a dot, it's like a sticker. It tells a wearer when to reapply your sunscreen. It's purple when the, when the sun is penetrating your skin harmfully. So your UV has no barrier to your skin mm. and it turns clear when your sunblock is over the, the sticker and your skin to protect the wearer from uh, sun damage. As the sunblock leaves your body from swimming, sweating, enjoying life, having freedom to be outside, you need to reapply your sunscreen, but often people forget. Mm-hmm. So the dot visibly tells a person in real time by turning purple when to reapply their sunscreen. Genius. And so your skin by the end of the day will tell you, oh gosh, you should have reapplied your sunscreen because gosh, it's burned. This will prevent the burning because you will put your sunscreen on, which is, the, which is preventing the burning. Well, congratulations on the, the, the smart acquisition. Super smart and a genius invention and dig it. I am that woman that's a gardener and loves her manicures and would often find myself going, okay, I need to weed on Thursday because Friday I'm getting my manicure and I don't want to ruin it. And now I don't have to worry. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what we were finding. So the product was made because we found we had that need. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly right. We would get our manicures done and not weed for about at least a week. (laughs) Not not do anything with our hands for at least a week. Right. That's no fun. Like you want to be... You wanna you wanna still be active and have quality products to protect your investment in yourself. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's exactly right. So a lot of people have that aha moment, but they don't activate on the aha moment that they should make this. Mm-hmm. Well, we actually had that aha moment and then we made it. Yeah. And you're you're doing it. You're living it. If there's one thing in your career, Claudia, that you could do over differently, what would it be and why? In my whole career? Or, or in my dig it career. How about your whole career? My whole career. Um, you know what? If I could add something to my experience, that would be having another language, to be honest. Mm. Because Canada is bilingual, but we don't, they don't insist on children learning French beyond high school. I would love to have learned French and learned it really well because then Spanish is easy, Italian is easy, and just that ability to communicate on a multinational basis mm-hmm. would help me tremendously in my job today. Also, I think the, my love of travel, I love going out and traveling as soon as COVID restrictions are opening the world up, I'm on a plane. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that 
that is something that could have been, I could have, if I, if I told my young self, stay in that French class, <laughs> stay in that class and pay attention. Mm -hmm. um, beyond that though, I think I, I don't live in regret. And I think I have made really great positive choices that have met my needs as I have gone through my career and my life. Like you, I also took French and I know un peu today. Un peu, un peu. That's right, that's right. Munit. That's right, I wish <laughs> it was more. probably the wrong word. <laughs> I wish it was more beaucoup, but yes, yes. So we talk about your success. You also wrote an ebook. Let's switch gears a little bit, Claudia, and talk about you know, disrupting how we lead an unstoppable life off of your ebook. So another one of your mottos is, you don't find yourself, you create yourself. So there's five strategies to this ebook, and I'd love to kind of talk about how are those steps going to be ap applicable in a post-COVID world? Uh, fantastic. A great question. Um, so I think the strategies that I wrote about in, in the book, the five strategies, are still extremely applicable to today's world. How we are living today's world might be a different in a different environment simply because we're working from home or we've shifted to a hybrid model like we talked about earlier. But some of the, some of the, of the strategies are very fundamental to a person in life. Number one is mindset. Mm. It's, it's meeting the day ahead with a positivity, not a negativity. So you open your eyes in the morning and say, I'm grateful to be here. I'm great because the, the alternative sucks. It means you're not mm -hmm. here. Right. Right. So the first thing is like, I'm grateful to be able to open my eyes and meet the, meet the daylight. If you are looking ahead to the daily tasks with a fear or a, Oh gosh, I wish this day was over to me. That tells a person that something in their life is unbalanced, that something in their life has to shift because that is an absolute waste of a day. It's a waste of a very, very valuable day. So I meet the day with gratitude. I meet the day with um, strategies in the day that I want to accomplish or tasks that I want to accomplish. The night before, I know what the day ahead looks like. I don't, I don't um, toss and turn at night because I know what's to, what I can expect the day, the next day. Again, meet that day with gratitude. Smart set tip. My mindset that it's going to be a great day. Mm hmm and I will do my best in that day. And many times the day shifts 100%. You know, you have a, the best laid plans and they go sideways, totally fine. So meeting the day with a positive mindset allows for that shift without the overwhelm. Number two is focus. Focus is super important because then when things are coming at you, you're not following the shiny spoon and going, oh, oh my gosh. Or you know that, that um, cartoon from Disney, up that cartoon up yes yes with the character dog d-a-w-g mm -hmm. and you go squirrel i often think that many entrepreneurs <laughs> and business people go squirrel <laughs> they go to yes. a different direction yes agree try to not be squirrel <laughs> we try not to do that follow your smart so, goals pardon me follow your smart goals follow your smart goals exactly mm -hmm. yeah, strategic measurable attainable uh realistic and timely smart goals exactly yes um so focus is really important in your day. Uh, the network, surround yourself with positive people, people that have been there, done it. You learn from them. You get into their world. Like I got into Craig's world, learned. He has financial understanding. I don't have, mm -hmm. but that's great. I don't, I don't necessarily have to have that financial stand, understanding. I have to connect to that 
understanding. Right. So surround yourself with positive people that you can bring into your world that have done it, that you can learn from, and then you can amplify what you want to do in terms of your success. Um, be true to yourself. Be true to yourself, I think is really, really important. It's it's listening to that little inner voice like I listened to in Chicago, mm-hmm. going, oh, good gosh, I don't want to be doing this. How And if you have that inner voice, not the negative voice, the two different voices, the one is the negative voice that, why can you do this? Do you think you can do this? Oh my gosh, what are you thinking? That's the negative voice. Mm-hmm. You, you toss that off your shoulder and, and go and say, shut it. I don't want to hear right. that. Yes. It's, it's, shut it it's down. The, yeah, shut it down. It's the inner voice of you need to have a shift in your life. Mm-hmm. That's the inner voice that I'm talking about. And be true to yourself is if that inner voice is talking to you throughout your career, even to your day, start listening to it and understand if that is a repetitive voice. Mm-hmm. If it's a repetitive voice, something has to shift. Um, I'll, I'll go back to being a business owner. Many people start a business without a strategic understanding of how to do the business. They get the adrenaline rush, the house proud of understanding that they love this business and they want to do this, but they haven't done it strategically. But the adrenaline rush lasts about two years. Mm -hmm. Then in two years, they've gone through their savings. They think it's hard. I don't want to do this anymore. And you either have to rebalance your business plan or you have to hear that little voice to say, maybe this is not for me. And that is okay. The two years of experience that you have had to bring you to that point is two years of experience that you can bring into the next stage of your life. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to stay in the stages of your life. Don't think that you have to be stuck in it, but be strategic about moving. Don't say, I hate my job and quit the next day. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. <laughs> Choices, as we mentioned, Money allows for choices. Choices are a uh, a reason of uh, sort of uh, not a reason a um, a result of success. Your definition of success. If I if I have a definition of success that I want to make fifty thousand dollars a year, live in a in a in a small community that doesn't require a lot of spend. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't require a lot of money to live in. Great. If I want to make a million dollars and I live, want to live in city central, that requires more money to live in because it's a higher, you know, it's just higher expenses. Great. Mm-hmm. What's your choice based on your definition of success? Is your choice in life going to meet your, your, your values? My values are strength, balance, and harmony. Mm-hmm. Are my choices meeting those values? And if they don't meet those values, then the choice is wrong. The choice has to change. My definition of success, as we mentioned, changed from money to finding more balance in my life. I did that strategically, did not do it quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did it over the course of 10 years and moved towards those goals. So it's choices made along the path. And sometimes those choices were made incorrectly. And that happens, that's experience not failing. It's, it's called experience. Learn from that experience, open the doors of opportunity, make the choice to move through those doors and look at the other doors that are on the other side. I appreciate exactly what you said, because I was going to touch upon the choices, the success, your definition of being positive over negative and that spirit and that mindset every day. You're not failing if you've tried and it's not working out. You just okay. pivot. 
realign. You can still have the goal, but maybe you need to alter your business plan, like you said, but it's not failure. One of of the things I think is also really, really important in that same vein. And one of the, one of the success strategies is still having that network around you. If you have walked through a door of opportunity and it doesn't meet your expectations or your desires, once you're fine there and, and you look like you're, I'll use the word failing. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a negative word, but I'll use it for this example. You've failed in your expectation of what you wanted to do. The network that's surrounding you, you go to your network and you talk to your network and you have amazing advisors to say, this isn't meeting my expectations. How do I shift? Mm-hmm. What do I have to do to make this a success and pivot that opportunity? So surrounding yourself with positive people on a personal level plus business level is so, 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 so important. So important. Yes. And to mm-hmm. your experience, you never know who's going to take a chance on you like Craig did with you. Right. Or Kevin did, you know, Kevin, Kevin partnered with us because he didn't want a glove company. He wanted to partner with people that would be successful with the business plan that was offered. So, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing having a billionaire, you know, back you (laughs) and say that you've got the chops to move this business forward. You know, that's pretty, pretty great. But that doesn't mean that in your own world, you can't, find those types of people. I'm not talking about, you know, uh, venture capitalists like Kevin O'Leary, but could be a bank manager mm-hmm. that has an instrumental part of your world because you have to go to them for a loan. And if you have a great relationship with that bank manager, great. That mm-hmm. That is a person that is of influence that you can add to your repertoire of people that you surround yourself with positivity. We have an amazing, amazing bank manager that she's been with me for 10 years. It's a woman. She's, her name is Katya. She's been with me for 10 years and she has been an integral part of helping me grow my business. So she's wonderful. So lawyers and, and bankers don't actually be afraid of them. They're great. Right. You find the right ones. <laughs> yes. Yes. Keep them close by. Right. The right ones. Yeah. The smart ones. Yeah. Thank you so much for spending time with us today, Claudia. I've loved it's our conversation. As we wrap, is there anything else that maybe you wanted to tell our listeners? Um, you know what? I Talking about network, I... I put out to the everybody listening, if you want to connect with me, connect with me. If you need help in anything on your personal life or your business life, in anything that we've talked about, I have a team of people that can help you with your path to success. So my offer is take me up on my offer. Connect with me if any way you want, and I will be sure that we can help you. So connect with me. Well, thank you for that offer. I'm going to call that a gift. I'm very grateful to be here today and to be able to talk to your listeners and yourself. It's been my pleasure meeting you. Well, likewise. And thank you, Claudia. Thank you to Claudia Harvey for sharing her beautiful story with us on how she redefined her definition of success. A special thank you to Claudia's friend, Kim Speed, for helping celebrate Claudia during our conversation today. And a thank you to you, our valued listeners, and to New Voice Studios for producing our podcast series. The three key takeaways from today's conversation are, success does not equate to money. Secondly, invest in yourself, invest in the stock market. We, as women, should be connected to our money. And lastly, 
have a positive mindset, always be true to yourself. I encourage you to stay in the know on my offerings at gailkeller.org. For more information on how I partner with corporations, universities, and individuals with regard to gender inclusion, with valuable risk-taking and reinvention methodology to empower you to be your best self. I can help you successfully reboot your career by teaching you how to successfully fail forward without the crash and burn. Thank you and stay courageous. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.